0: Welcome to Dire Trip, where we deep dive into all sorts of spooky, horrific, or just plain weird crimes, lawsuits, and strange happenings all over the world. Without further ado, let's get into today's story. Today, a man in Osaka, Japan, breaks into an elementary school and begins indiscriminately massacring students. Mamoru Takuma was born into a family of factory workers. He had a pretty rough upbringing with one incident after another occurring all throughout his childhood. When he was about three years old, he actually caused an accident where he stopped highway traffic and started a traffic jam when he rode his tricycle out into the middle of the highway. In school, he was bullied by the other kids stronger than him, so he took to bullying the kids weaker than himself starting to take steps towards becoming a serial killer as quickly as he could. He began killing small animals as well. He was known to take cats, roll them up in newspaper, and burn them to death. Takuma had a pretty hard time with his mother from the very beginning. She didn't really shy away from telling him that she hated him or that she wished she would have aborted him. She would refuse to give him milk after he was born for quite a while. She would leave the housework to her husband and just kind of do nothing. While growing up, she would often tell Takuma, I wish you were never born. And he continued being awful all the way into middle school. He was bullying the weaker kids more and more. After one incident, he was forced to talk to the counselors. He there revealed that he had been putting his semen into the lunchboxes of a girl he fancied. For as long as he could remember, he dreamed of joining the self-defense force, pretty much the military of Japan. He kind of let all this go to his head, somehow. He started proclaiming to the other students that it didn't matter what he did now because he was going to be a big military man soon. When in high school, he was suspended after one of his many antics. When forced to write a written apology, he wrote that he would have the last laugh in the end, because his high school records wouldn't matter after he joined the military anyway. It was also at this point in his life that he began to envy the wealthy, the social elites. This jealousy would soon warp into hatred. He pretty soon dropped out of high school, but he did start attending an alternative school that would allow him to work part-time while studying, but he quit that one too, so... He ended up landing a part-time job in a gas station and continued to work there until he was 18. Upon being of age, he actually did join the self-defense force. He was there for two years until he was discharged. The reason for his discharge was stated as he was harboring a high school girl that had run away from home and was having sexual relations with her. After his dismissal, he began working as a truck driver for a shipping company, and as a mover, and as tens of other kinds of drivers. He would usually quit these jobs within a week or two, but there were a couple of occasions where he would last like half a year. His mental health was in a rapid decline as his home life got worse and worse. He would get violent with his family, abusing them and injuring them. Repeating his largest beat as a kid, he got on the highway facing the wrong direction and held up traffic, just to be a dick. Takuma's father was a very angry man, violent to the whole household. It grew to the point where Takuma hated his father so much that he would contemplate murdering him in his sleep with a kitchen knife. Kitchen knife. Foreshadowing. His relationship with his father was further damaged when he was dismissed from the military. They even got into a scuffle where Takuma's father beat him with a rock. The next year, he began working for an apartment management company. During this time, he was known to steal money from different families' apartments until he finally barged into the room of a young girl and raped her. It was at this point that his mom, fucking finally, took him to see a psychiatrist. He was understandably admitted. During his stay at the hospital, he decided to escape by jumping from the window of the fifth floor room, suffering severe injuries with some fearing that he might even die. He was diagnosed with a pretty bad case of schizophrenia. Later down the road, he wrote a letter to his mother. In the letter, he stated that he had jumped from the window to evade the police who were investigating his rape charges. He also stated that he wanted to die that way as one last kind of F you to his parents. Being a spectacle and all. Being that this was his first offense that the police knew of, he was sentenced to three years in prison. For three years, he would stay in a juvenile prison in Nara. Once out, he went through a series of local government jobs, including uh, being a bus driver and being a garbage truck driver. Once he went through enough driving jobs again, he began working at Ikejiri Elementary School as a janitor. He continued to drive off and on during this period. One day while driving the bus, using a woman's nasty perfume as an excuse, he punched her and faced disciplinary action. At the school, he mixed tranquilizers into the coffee of several of the teachers, sending them to the hospital, and he ended up facing off against the police once again. However, he was found to have no sense of responsibility and no action was taken. When asked exactly why he tranquilized the teachers, he said, The teachers ignore me. I don't get along with my family. So I wanted to lash out against those with human relations. He would continue taking driving job after driving job after driving job all the way up until 2000 when he started driving a taxi. And during this time he would assault a bellhop in a hotel, breaking his nose for reasons unknown. He was also kicked out of several apartments during this time, usually the reason being that he would just chuck his garbage out the window and into the street, like that was a normal thing you do. His hatred towards society grew and grew during this time. He voluntarily checked into a mental hospital at this time for depression, but he left the very next day without explanation. On the morning of June 8th, 2001, when Takuma was supposed to be in court for his uh, assault case on the bellhop, he was instead spotted recklessly driving up into the parking lot of Ikeda Elementary School. After screeching to a violent stop in the parking lot, he just waited in his car for quite some time. The few witnesses in the area had a feeling that something bad was about to go down, but didn't act on it. Forty minutes later, Takuma burst into the school breaking into one of the second grade classrooms straight ahead. He ran around like a maniac, slashing and stabbing anyone he could reach, both teachers and students. He then ran out of the room and into the second grade classroom next door, continuing his assault. Once more, he headed toward the next second grade classroom and continued even further. Seven of the second grade girls that he attacked would all die. Leaving this room, he ran straight down the hall and into the room at the very end. In this first grade classroom, he would continue his assault, where he would fatally stab and kill one first grade boy. During this, he killed eight students in total, and further stabbed and injured another 13 students and two teachers. Takuma was then taken down by the principal and several other teachers who tackled him to the ground and restrained him. Takuma was caught red-handed and arrested during the act. At the moment he stabbed his last victim, he yelled, Ah, fuck it, and dropped his weapon to the ground, being an ordinary kitchen knife. According to a lot of witnesses at the time, Takuma was in sort of a foggy, confused mental state, saying things like, I've never been to that school, despite being in the school And telling the cops that he had stabbed a thousand people on the way over on the train when he had driven. When asked why he had done it Takuma stated, I thought that if I attack the children of the social elites I'll definitely get the death penalty. He had been wanting to kill himself for quite some time but had been unable to go through with it. He also expressed his hatred for the elite and their children. However, upon his arrest, Takuma appeared to be pretending to be a severely mentally handicapped person. However, during his trial, he was evaluated by a psychiatrist and found to not have schizophrenia, but a paranoid delusional personality disorder instead. However, he was determined to know right from wrong and understand the consequences of his actions. On the contrary, it was also said that, during the time of the incident itself, He had the self-restraint levels of someone only either two or three years old. During the time of the crime, Takuma stated that he was on Seroquil, an antipsychotic drug, Paxil, an antidepressant, and Lormetazepam, a sleeping pill. In his home, Takuma had a wide variety of antipsychotics and sleeping medications, police seized about 200 different kinds of pills from his home. Although, at the time of his arrest, his drug test didn't show any signs of tranquilizers. Upon this discovery, Takuma plainly stated, Sorry, I wasn't on drugs. I lied. He then went on to state that he had wanted to become a copycat killer following the Shimonoseki Station incident, another knife spree killing that took place a few years prior but also that he wanted to atone for his life and he continued to maintain that he wanted to atone genuinely for quite a while although saying later it was better than saying nothing at all what i had really intended to do was call out four of the beraved families by name and chew them out he expressed that he should have used gasoline and burned the children as he could have killed a lot more that way he was given the death penalty Upon getting the sentence, he blew up in anger, yelling, The death sentence? Even though I was on such good behavior this whole time? And was then taken out by a jailer. Takuma actually began to demand reparations for his suffering and mental anguish while in jail. He even called out the then Minister of Justice at the time and generally just kind of threw a fit for like six months. Takuma came into contact with an activist to oppose the death penalty, a young woman. He ended up exchanging a lot of letters with her and got married while incarcerated. Another woman, a married woman from the Aichi Prefecture, began corresponding with him as well and confessing her love to him as well. On September 14th in 2004, Moru Takuma was executed by hanging. His execution came very quickly by Japanese standards, just like he wanted, as many criminals spend a lot more time on death row. His last words were, Tell my wife I said thank you. Thanking his wife for her support, but never once offering any sort of apology to the families of the victims. Takuma's brother actually ended up killing himself after the incident. His mother was admitted into a mental hospital until her death in 2016. Takuma's father became even more of an angry, violent drunk, now blaming every single problem in his life up until this point on his son. Takuma said that he wished his father would have just killed himself too The kids that Takuma killed were given honorary graduation certificates along with their classmates when they normally would have graduated a few years later. A lot of people felt that the response times of both the police and the ambulances were far too slow, and that hospitals weren't even notified of the incident until the injured were already there. Measures were taken to improve communication between the police and the schools, and to make the school safer by putting measures in place to keep track of outsiders entering and exiting the school. The idea of people with mental health disorders being found unfit to stand trial and being forgiven from their crimes became a huge debate. Takuma had actually had a lot of crimes in his record just wiped off because of his mental health issues, leaving his new employers completely unaware of all that he had done until this point new laws were put into place in order to get more medical care and rehabilitation for those with severe mental illness a lot of kids after the crime were left with ptsd i mean naturally a lot were also left with survivor's guilt mainly teachers who felt like they could have done a little more to stop the crime as it was happening the mentally ill were also kind of victimized in the media for a while after this and it actually led to a spike